The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Today's episode is called The Fab 15 Commandments of a Beautiful Doctor-Patient Relationship. So I've been seeing patients for years now, and it occurred to me today, actually it's occurred to me a number of times, but it occurred to me today that maybe I should put some of my observations in a 15 minutes of fab podcast. So These sort of commandments aren't really commandments, but I thought that was a catchy title. But these are just some of my observations, and these are some of the things that I would suggest to you if you are interested in sort of optimizing the professional relationship that you have with your physician or your provider. So that's what led to the Fab 15 Commandments of a Beautiful Doctor-Patient Relationship. Here we go. Number one, please Provide all necessary or required information to your doctor and to their office staff when scheduling your initial appointment. We are bound by law to adhere to HIPAA regulation and to protect your privacy and information. And please also try to be as specific as possible. I remember there was one form that a patient filled out and it was a simple request. It was, you know, preferred or home address. I think it was just home address. And this patient responded not with a specific home address, but literally with a list of cities, New York City, Paris, London, Rio. I mean, it went on and on. And I thought, okay, this this might be challenging. (laughs) So while I thought that this person was um, well-traveled, despite all the places that you've been and perhaps all the homes that you may have, there's got to be one that you consider your primary residence. So yes, number one, please be specific and provide all necessary required information. So that way, if we need to find you for appropriate reasons, we can. And if we can't find you by text or phone or some other way, then at least we can mail you a letter old school style. Number two, please adhere to the cancellation policy. Kindly allow at least 24 hours notice when canceling an appointment. And this courtesy allows for the office to schedule another patient or procedure or for the you know physician or the staff to have lunch. I mean, you just never know. It's just a common courtesy. And I certainly appreciate it when I'm given the heads up that a patient has canceled, which is a rare occurrence, thank goodness. But still, nonetheless. Number three, Please be on time for your appointment. 
But listen, life happens. Either you and or the physician may run late. It does happen. But if you are running late or running tardy, kindly call the office or send a quick message to notify the staff or the physician that you're running behind. This way, an accommodation can be made to grant you the time for your full visit rather than to shorten it, depending on how late you are running. I advise my staff that when I, as the physician or the surgeon, when I'm running late, I have my staff call the subsequent patients and let them know I'm running late and by how much, and that way they could better manage their time. Do they want to come in and wait? Do they want to come in at a later time? If they're in the neighborhood, do they want to shop or have a cup of tea or something, but at least or run an errand? So I just try to be mindful of other people's time. Number four, if you are presenting for an initial consultation or for a visit for the first time, especially for a facial aesthetic evaluation, think about it, right? Please be prepared to discuss what your specific concerns are. Saying something like, oh, I don't really know what I want to do with my face or, you know, sitting on my patient bed and saying, you tell me what's wrong with my face. (laughs) I mean, those things kind of demonstrate that perhaps you haven't given much thought to your aesthetic concerns, which frankly is not a bad thing. You may not think that you have any aesthetic concerns and that's okay too, Um, but at least try to, you know, communicate what it is that you're visit is about. And it may end up that that's not what you focus on. It may be something else, but there always has to be a starting point. So do give it some thought before you come in. Number five, please try not to be offended if the surgeon points out a few things on your face. One thing could be one thing on your face or body that you may not have noticed. These remarks stem from the present observations, meaning I'm looking at you for the first time or the 10th time or something has changed or something new. So they stem from the current observations, which are part of the clinical assessment. So if I am noticing, for example, that one part of your body is smaller than the other, it is not a critique. It is just an observation that you and I may discuss, or you may choose to do something about it or not. Number six, during the initial consultation, please be fully transparent, truthful, and as precise as possible when providing your personal health information and past or current medical history. So just as you should be completely truthful and transparent about, you know, your personal data, where you live, (laughs) um, how to contact you, you should really be truthful and transparent and as precise as possible when providing your personal health information. What past medical history do you have? Um, What current medical history do you have? Are you currently seeing a physician for something specific? So that will all help me to piece together the beautiful, artful puzzle that you are and ultimately come up with something that we can enhance, improve, change, not change, whatever. Number seven, As I just mentioned, and similar to this, please also be fully transparent about the use of medications, prescription, non-prescription, herbals or botanicals, including teas or plant-based supplements, previously illegal medications, quote-unquote medications that are now legal, vitamins, over-the-counter pain relievers, etc. Even something as over-the-counter and sort of everyday, like a leave, right, or Motrin, that can actually have effects on 
bleeding. So you would want your physician and especially your surgeon to know if you are on anything that could cause a problem with anesthesia, could cause a problem with, you know, bleeding or healing, etc. And I give my patients pages worth of potential medications that can have adverse effects or negative interactions. Number eight, if you do opt for an in-office cosmetic treatment, such as injectables with a neuromodulator, meaning Botox or Xeomin, et cetera, or a filler such as Restylane, Juvederm, et cetera, please allow the physician or the injector to determine what may provide you the best outcomes for your procedures and for your face. You may have decided that you want A or that you read about A or that you really want to try A. However, based on a holistic evaluation, B or C may actually serve you better and be better options for your particular facial anatomy. So this is another situation where communication is absolutely key. Number nine, please be open to the options presented to you and consider them in alignment with your own aesthetic goals and beauty philosophy. After all, you'll have to wear it. And so post-procedure, you must feel confident and comfortable. Number 10, please remember that one size or one syringe does not fill all. What works beautifully in your friend's face may not at all be what works for your face. What you see on social media and everyone's trying, it's like the TikTok moment of the day. It just may not work for you. This is another reason why the initial consultation, the initial assessment is critical, right? It helps to yield optimal outcomes. Number 11, if you are scheduled in advance for a procedure, please follow all pre-op or pre-procedure instructions. If you have any questions, contact the office to clarify or to resolve them. I have very specific pre-operative or pre-procedure protocols, and they really the steps in these protocols really help to create comfort during the procedure and to help minimize post-procedure effects such as bruising and swelling. So I truly urge my patients to follow these instructions to the letter. Number 12, once you have undergone your procedure, please, please, please commit and adhere to the post-op or post-procedure instructions to the letter. The operation or the procedure may be completed, but the healing journey and ultimately the results are still ongoing. And how you manage yourself after a procedure, meaning whether or not you pay attention and commit to the instructions post-procedure, how you manage yourself and whether or not you adhere to these instructions will definitely affect your outcomes. Number 13, please be aware of the practitioner's financial policies. A free consultation may be tied to another condition or may not be granted at all. Be sure to inquire about fees in advance so that you're prepared for the possibilities. And this doesn't necessarily mean that you will have to pay for your procedures in advance or on the same day, uh, but many times it means that procedures must be paid for either at the time of service or some practices in advance and not generally not afterwards. Number 13, 
please be kind and compassionate to the staff. Sometimes the doctor can run late, as I mentioned earlier, and the staff is just trying to manage not only the needs of the physician or the surgeon, but also that of other patients and other staff members. So please just be compassionate and try to remember that they are doing the best that they can to accommodate you and other patients and that obviously you are always a priority. And number 15, if applicable, try to get the most from your office visit. It's an opportunity to learn something about yourself, your body, and or your mind. I mean, as physicians, most of us derive tremendous joy from knowing how the body works and working with our patients to help them to lead a more beautiful and fabulous life inside and out and to the best of our abilities, education, and experience. I know I derive a lot of joy from this experience. We certainly do not know everything and we are humans after all and therefore fallible. Nevertheless, from my perspective, most, if not all of us, try our very best and open communication on both ends will help to optimize the experience and maximize inner health, outer beauty, and overall well-being. This week's 15 Minutes of Fab episode was all about what you can do to co-create a beautiful doctor-patient relationship. Next week, I'll discuss what the doctor can do to help ensure the same. So stay tuned. This concludes this week's episode of 15 Minutes of Fab on the Forever Fab podcast. Until next time, stay beautiful inside and out and stay forever fab. As always, if you love this episode of the Forever Fab podcast, please share it and subscribe to the feed. Listen to past episodes or check out who's coming up next on foreverfabpodcast.com. If you enjoy listening to the Forever Fab podcast and you want more, get more audio and visuals with a membership through Patreon. Choose the gold, platinum, or diamond tier for premium added content, special co-hosts, lifestyle videos, branded merchandise, and maybe even private access to my clubhouse by visiting patreon.com slash foreverfab. If you're a founder or you represent a beauty brand and you want to be featured on an episode of the Forever Fab podcast segment of 15 Minutes of Fab, send me some stuff. Visit foreverfabpodcast.com and fill out the contact form. For general holistic beauty tips or to set up an appointment with me to discuss your personalized options for leveling up your beauty, visit elementsandgraces.com and sign up for my newsletter or just give us a call. And for an online e-consultation on time, anytime, and on your time, visit clicklift.com for your wellness, plastic surgery, beauty, and wellness questions on the go. That's click, C-L-I-C-K dash lift.com. It's time for the elevated house call. Jet Set Beauty Rx offers beauty on-call services near your home or other domicile, delivering beauty in the privacy of a medically equipped mobile aesthetics unit. Reserve your appointment at jetsetbeautyrx.com. Thank you for listening to this week's Forever Fab podcast episode. Until next time, stay beautiful and fabulous inside and out.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place. Thank you.